Oh my god! <laughs> so Facebook is called Facebook Workplace. Then for uh, Google one is called Google Workspace. Right. And then even they get Teams. Oh, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. So yeah. even even um, Google got it wrong. You know, in their uh, materials. So when they are sharing some stuff, they call themselves Google Workplace. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, someone screenshot. Yeah, yeah. For I, I think a few of them are. Then uh, that must have been embarrassing. Yeah. Then after that, they they change it. Yeah, it was on uh, I don't see net or Birch. They caught the thing. They said even they are confused. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> Branding well, and rebranding, but nothing. There's nothing new. Eh? Uh. Yeah, it's I just it's just it's literally just a rebranding. I don't think there was any new. Okay, la, There are a few new features specific to like tying it all together, but. I didn't even yeah. expect it. Like, what, what was the point of the rebranding? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a title integration, maybe. Uh, so when you are on Gmail right now, on the right-hand side, right, there are a lot of uh, add-ins that you can uh, put it in. Uh, hmm. Besides right. calendar, slides, tasks, oh, a lot. Uh. Basically, command center is your Gmail. Uh, you can, if you want to do it. Right, right. Yeah, right. but otherwise, uh, don't really see any... Uh, new stuff now. Maybe they are trying to do some integration. They have to catch, catch up with the rest la, because the, you have Slack, la, Teams, so many. Hmm. But for uh, myself, or rather the next place I'm going, I'm uh, using uh, G Suite. So G Suite is going to be my good friend. You know what G Suite, what am I talking about? Workspace is going to be my, <laughs> be my good friend. <laughs> Even okay. I confused, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, okay. it's fine. Everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> we we are just I'm just gonna continue straight from here recording, <laughs> right? So uh, so today uh, I just want to share a few topics. I think one of the topics on my alley is uh, I I I decided that every two weeks when I have a podcast with you, then mm-hmm. I will do a a short update on my YouTube channel. Then. Another topic that uh, myself uh, want to talk about is uh, Free Code Camp. I think quite cool, uh, this uh, site. Yep. Right, then after right. that, uh, love to hear your updates also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll start with mine first. Yeah, go. Go for it. Okay. So, uh, YouTube channel. Yes. So, my YouTube channel right now, uh, still less than 100. Oh, so sad. But today, got one more. So, I got 98 sub. Yay. Nice. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, I think I have been, I, I did a series of uh, using Google Sheet like a boss. And now I reach, uh, then myself, my interest has always been uh, like reading, mm, not reading, like watching uh, YouTube tubers of those making documentary-like stuff. So for example, uh, DW, uh, DW too high energy, maybe like uh, Polymetal or some mm-hmm. Taiwan one uh, uh, art, they call themselves Juju Xie or that guy lah, Juju okay. Shoes. Basically, he talks about uh, a white collar crimes and sometimes talk about uh, cyber crimes uh, in the story right. format. Okay. Then uh, he he only shows his face at the start. Then after that, it's all like PowerPoint slide and maybe some stock photos. This kind, right? I I don't know what that explainer video. I I don't I don't know how to call that type of category lah. Right. So. I, I wanted to share with you uh, my sort of like the dilemma now. Mm. So uh, so this week I intend to do a video. So every week 
you know, remember last time I say one of my goals is every week I do a video. This week yeah. I wanted to do a video uh about about music, right? Whether is it a form of uh reward or pleasure or is it torture la, or is it like punishment I went wow. to <laughs> very deep right no I, I went to so those kind of videos are always finding a topic then you go and research into it then you break down like for example music has it been used for torture mm. uh, so a few slides talks about it then after that um, then I want to talk about why uh, what's that oh baby shark why baby shark is so annoying yet addictive right there's something concerning the uh the length of the music and also the rhythm. So right. I, I did some research on that. Then maybe the then the last one is update on the news lah because recently there is a prison really used baby shark to punish oh their, 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 their yeah so they force them to keep listening like hours and hours eh. repeat that uh-huh. eh. yeah so so this is how I wanted to do the story so a little a little bit like storytelling then okay. I talk about this to Lee Jun eh. then Lee Jun uh-huh. asked me eh. Who is your target audience? So what are you trying to do? Then I thought, eh, actually she asked the correct thing. Uh. So am I trying to do uh, education? Uh, sort of like uh, be very mm. focused in Google shit, uh, keep talking about it, then next time build a course? Or am I trying to build um, uh, this kind of storytelling Then maybe next time people buy, uh, let's say I do a special podcast, uh, those private podcasts, people subscription here podcast right so these are mm. two very two things very mm. very different thing then one is sort of like what i like to watch another one is sort of like building a product which initially at the very very start right i created youtube to do this kind now i am at a decision point so right so so uh yellow hear your view there is like right i i don't want to lose focus but yes. uh, so right here here yeah that's i the was question. i was gonna say Ultimately, you do need to focus on something because you want to be known for something. Um, there are definitely a lot of YouTubers out there who have multiple channels that focus on different types of audiences. Mm. So I would recommend like you do one at a time um, and ultimately yeah. you have a goal. So um, I guess ultimately, like, what is your goal for the Bossy Tech channel? Mm. Who are you or what are you going to be known for and who is your target audience for that? Mm-mm-mm. So um, I, I I did that. Uh, so to, mm-hmm. this morning before I come for this show, or yeah. I, I did some soul searching. Why the hell I created this? <laughs> or I start <laughs> this? So okay. So when I first started, I really want to you know, uh, it was uh Bosley Tech, but right. uh, I call it Bosley Tech Support because I wanted. Uh, so during COVID period, there was a lot of SME coming on board, ma. So the real initial goal was to, hey, can I share something that they can use one? And for example, let's say they have, uh, they are on G, uh, Google Workspace already. Like, can they make full use of that uh, Google Sheet itself? Because it really can do a lot of things, right? It's not just a normal Excel sheet, right? If you can write script on it. Then uh, I also wanted to share on uh, things like, uh, things like, uh, Fraud la, what the internet stories fraud. So, but I took a, uh, I, I took a stand that I decided. Okay, I go all in, try to do a video series to see how committed I am. That's why I end up with the Google Sheet series. It's just that, uh, so that was the starting that I want to serve these kind of uh, small businesses, so that uh they gain productivity and of course it helps in their business uh. 
right. then my goal, so that that is my goal for the viewers. But my goal is to build a product. Ma. The product is actually a, a course uh, okay. that people can buy. La. So of course not those e-commerce course, but the like uh, how to use Google Sheet to run as your uh, small back end, right? Not really the back end that we talk about. Like as a small business owner, you don't need a super tech heavy back end. Ma. It can be right. a very lightweight back end. So that was the uh, goal, right? Create a Udemy one. Uh, the storytelling one, I got distracted, I think, because uh, I, I, I fall into, uh, I, I like to listen to podcasts, then I also like yeah. to watch this kind of, then I thought, hey, maybe I can also do it. Eh? Uh, then I start to want to do it for you. So, yeah, so I think, yeah, so my, my audience is that, actually. That is my targeted audience. Uh. At least I want to, right. Actually, talking to you now, I think at least I should stay on this path, which is more right. education. Uh, right. And at least for three more months to see what is the result. My, my okay. concern is education. But when you search like Google shit, like, there are a lot of people teaching it. So yes. that is the one that I am uh, also... Yeah. And also, I would argue that YouTube may not be the best platform for these kinds of educational material. Oh, yeah. Skillshare, uh, as a community, as a platform, is more likely, you know, a place where you can, uh, probably get promoted to the front mm -mm -mm. Uh, because of the kind of people that is searching for, you know, things to learn. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I think YouTube is more of uh for me to practice. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Bit, uh, yeah, practice the delivery. Uh, so a lot uh, to to learn. But I think now that uh, on this topic, right, talking to you. Uh, I think I will not be distracted. I will just continue on the like teaching about. So I want to be focused in mm -hmm. actually in a very uh, core area, which is Google Sheet, because I use a lot of it. Uh, that's number one. Then also App Script, uh, which I write some stuff about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Mm, shouldn't anyhow jump. <laughs> I, <laughs> because it uh, takes a different setup eh, altogether. Storytelling yeah. setup and uh, the way that I set up for uh, like uh, like screen share for uh, teaching Google Sheet, very different. Uh. Mm, the editing also quite different. Oh, a different style also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. So anyway, that crossed my mind. Mm. <laughs> but that's Skillshare is something like interesting. You can, you can do it later, right? You can always kind of look at this and say like, okay, um, now that you've really created a format for your educational stuff that you can do quite uh, consistently every week, then mm. maybe you can add another episode, uh, maybe every Wednesday, where you can do a storytelling by Boss Lee. And then if it takes off enough people like it, right? But also other people feel like it's dis distracting from your regular content, then that's the point where you choose to split it into a different channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can yeah. kind of think of like your base channel, right? Your core audience as uh, a testing ground Mm -mm. see how they feel about the content that you're putting out and that's kind of what I'm thinking of yeah this experiment right is something I wanted to test also so like like you say right um, I think I guess my audience are oh okay the audience I want to serve are those uh, SME small businesses or freelancers coming to learn about productivity stuff leveraging on right. their uh, working tools I think uh, but maybe so another thing that caught me midway why I wanted to switch at least for one, two episodes is because I don't know will this 
take off or not if I try. So maybe if I really tell this kind of story, eh, maybe my audience are those uh, story one. So that is the reason. But at the same time, I scared, eh, I scared, lose focus, uh, that anyhow already. Um, so remember like, I mean, with any startup, a lot of finding the product market fit is to uh, go wide first and then after that you find that thing that you're really good at and then after that you focus in on it, right? Yeah. So you, if you want to think about it yourself, um, think about where you are in that double diamond. Actually. So if you're very early on and you're kind of exploring and seeing what kind of content, it doesn't really matter to you um, personally, like what you want to be known for, then experimenting makes sense. Um, mm. Like for myself personally, right? Uh, I'm, I'm okay with any content, but I know that I want to very much focus on being the subject expert for uh, product and um, engineering efficiency. Mm-mm-mm. Right. So that's really what I want to focus for, even though I probably could, uh, you know, get a lot of fun in like looking at TikTok videos or other YouTube videos and commenting on them because that seems to be the uh, trend nowadays. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. But... I'm not, I don't see myself like I want, I want to use this as a platform to grow my, one, my own ability to communicate and two, also my own um, reputation and expertise. And Hmm. that's really my ultimate goal for why I'm doing um, media or YouTube or Skillshare. It's to create that community and that kind of education behind it. Uh, Everything else is for fun. And I'm very clear that if I do those, I will do it for fun. And it's not part of my goals. Mm, actually, yeah, I should go and think about it. That what do I, how do I want to brand myself? Oh, what is the brand? So when someone say, hey, Brian, or when someone say, hey, Bosley, there's something. Yeah. I say, oh, he's super strong at Google Sheet. Or, wow, he's a storyteller. <laughs> something like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's actually very interesting because the one thing I put on in my OKR, right, is to yeah. establish ships and bottlefers branding and voice. So oh. it's exactly that. Yeah, I just thought about this literally, I think, this morning or yesterday when I wrote this down. And you're right. It's exactly that conclusion, right? Like, what are you going to be known for? What do people think of when they think of your personality online? Mm-mm-mm. So I'm going to think of this, uh, I think, today. Yeah. yeah. This week, this week, make a decision. Maybe the okay. next episode, you can yeah, yeah. share. After you know, next, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share with you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Great, great, great. Okay, so your turn. My turn. Taking a okay. break, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> um, it's really been announced at the company. So I've uh, officially resigned from Centerflow uh, and I'm serving my one-month notice now. Uh, my last day is going to be uh, early November-ish. Um, but I haven't really like kind of thought about what I want to do for the next few months, especially before um, the next year, 2021. So mm. I'm not actively looking for a job right now I'm doing some side projects to ship and also I think this is a great time for me to focus on really getting the content that I've been talking about um, out and planned properly so um, that's going to be my focus for the next few months and that's really why like, I sat down and I thought about what are my personal OKRs in terms of um, the YouTube or uh, even ship as an organization Right? I want to uh, sit down with my partner Ara and really mm. talk about um, how we want to scale this model because I think we've come to the point where we understand um, the value that we bring. We've iterated through multiple uh, startups and projects um, and we found like 
a niche where every time that we go and talk to a new client and we give them a few months of our time, they found it super valuable and they've launched successfully. Mm-mm-mm. So now I kind of feel like this is a point where I should be creating my um, material in a way and the content mm-hmm. in order to make this a more productized process um, that we can then kind of see how to scale. So that's really going to be my focus for the next three months. And you test the word uh, I want to use productize. If you can productize your service, uh, then boom already. <laughs> because uh, yeah. there are a lot of productize, uh, successful productize startup out there also. Like WP Curve, it was once a productize. Yeah, it, it still oh, yeah. is, but it's a very successful one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's ultimately what you want as a small business, right? As a SaaS mm-hmm. or anything. You want something that can uh, kind of give you multiple ways to scale uh, without having to redo the same amount of effort mm. every time, right? You want something mm-hmm. that's replicable. Um, and that's what I'm going to try to attempt with this whole like product process. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is too cool already. Have some time to explore. Uh, I think I would, so touching a little bit on the, how will I see you? Uh, I think in terms of engineering efficiency, uh, that is really, <laughs> uh, I will associate like 100% with that. And mm. because I know what uh, ships, pro- sometimes well, what ship projects are and the, the different iteration that uh, you all have took, right? Yeah. Um, I think if you put focus into it, I mean, the next three months mm. will be very fruitful. Uh, have you also set the OKR for ship itself next three months? Um, yeah, so, oh. well, I kind of just set it for, so I really had a certain amount of revenue this year, so I wanted to push it to a certain target that I have in mm-hmm. mind. But more so than that, right, the other goal that I have is to um, really articulate what the business model and the projections for SHIP for 2021 will be. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've tested several different kinds of models of working with startups, especially mm-hmm. as CTOs, uh, as developers, as um, sort of an in-between uh, project manager or product mm-hmm. manager type thing. So I really want to articulate like what are the um, services that SHIP provides. Mm-hmm. And because what I realized is that um, the good thing is that I'm able to switch to different roles depending on the needs of the startup. In some mm-hmm. cases, they are a lot more technical uh, in terms of what they need. In some cases, they are a lot more strategic in what they would need. So, mm-hmm. uh, for example, very recently with a client, I sat down and I was like, okay, let's uh, talk about what your goals for this company are. And they hadn't really thought about like um, specific revenue targets or anything. They just knew that they wanted to raise at a certain valuation at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And so I sat them down and I went through them. I went through a workshop with them. And I was like, okay, if you want to be worth, um, let's say, uh, X amount, X amount uh, mm. by June 2021. Mm. Uh, what does that mean in terms of the top line revenue that you need to bring? What's your GMV that you need? And this mm-hmm. when they started to give me numbers. I was like, okay, great. Now you have this GMV, and what's your GMV now? And then uh, we started to break down over the months what that kind of trajectory needs to be, and mm. it became really, really easy to strategically think about which. Um, product lines they should focus on and mm-hmm. after that right I literally got like messages from uh, the two different founders on like separate chats they were like hey you know that session was really really helpful um, it really helped us focus on what we want to do not just for the product but also even for the marketing so mm. um, I find like if 
your startup is at a stage where you haven't figured out what your focus is, that's really helpful. And then if you're already like in the middle of building something and you know that there's something you want to test out, then you know I should jump in on more of like a lead technical guy mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I want to list out those types of services and really like talk through and communicate to the clients what is it that they need. Because to me, um, that's useful for even just first-time founders to reach mm. and understand what they should be looking out for when they're building a team, even if it's not with ship. I think the workshop kind uh, mm. is very useful for startup, uh, especially if they it's either they are new to startup or um, they haven't actually worked in the organization before because like I said uh, last time I made a lot of mistakes for interests like so after I went uh, go to Lazada I really learned a lot about like setting objective and uh, goals and once those objective and goals are being set things are a lot more clearer not only like the founder who said which is the product roadmap or marketing roadmap like when making decision uh, it's a lot more clearer. So, right, should uh, are we going to take left or right? Or oh, our objective says we need to hit X. Oh, actually, take right is better for X. Like everything yeah. becomes so much clearer. It is when, uh, when we do not have a goal, then we start to no north star, then start to lose track already. Yes, uh, but also very helpful for the startup founders because. Because they zoom too too deep, you know. Sometimes they are so either they are super focused on the problem or super focused on the solution or fundraising until they also lost lost track already. Then, right. then they, this, they, this they too much in the dream. Then they forget how to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. execution is the one that brings the idea to life. Eh? Yes. Uh, otherwise, yeah. So I think that is a useful workshop. Uh, can charge. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so as in, it's very difficult to tell what's the right balance between, you know, being mm-hmm. um, ambitious, mm-hmm. but at the same time also uh, being realistic about the execution. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that struggle is very hard, especially if, let's just say that you have two founders, right? And one is the sort of like dreamer CEO and the other is the builder CTO, mm-hmm. right? That, that kind of conflict sometimes is a lot harder to... Um, to, to get a good compromise Mm-mm-mm. because they will see different kinds of goals, different kinds of metrics and mm. different things that they care about, right? But if you go through this exercise of like outlining why you need this dream and mm. when this dream needs to happen, then mm. you directly translate that dream into things that you can execute today, tomorrow, next week, next month. Then yeah. it becomes like super clear how everything links together. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Then once the result or the feedback are in, then all oh, the DAU doesn't hit, uh, hit GMV doesn't hit, then re- re- reset again. No, it's like for finding the product market fit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point where you know that you have something to measure of whether or not you're going down the right path. Mm. And it may be that either the, exec- the execution path you chose is wrong, or it could be that the dream is not realistic enough. But once you have those metrics, right, you can actually ask the question of what's going wrong. Mm-mm-mm. And it's no longer just a feeling of like, oh, you know, it's unstable. Oh, you know, no one wants to do this because of, you know, the color is wrong. I think my customer like this. Yeah. Oh, that's coming back to my channel. I think my customer are this. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm explore this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like you have to be able to ask the questions and find the answers. If mm. you ask the question and you say like, I think it is this, then probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. Cannot I think a lot of it must be data driven. 
Yeah, it's it's difficult because once it becomes an opinion thing or a feeling thing, right, uh, you'll never be able to align um, people in it. If you're doing it yourself, that's okay. That's a gut. That's a, you convince yourself, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, when you need so to convince other people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you need to convince other people, right? That's where uh, either you're, you're very good and very charismatic or you have uh, the evidence to back up what you're saying. Yeah, so I think um, so I, I agree on this. Yeah, it's most of the time in organization level, it's always better to use uh, data, right? Because someone, some people might take it personally. Some people are more, I don't know what's the word to use, maybe extrovert, introvert, whatever it is. Mm. But there's one thing that is a fact, right? Numbers are a fact. GMV, $2, GMV is $2. <laughs> so how are yeah. we going to address this? hundred percent, yeah. 100%, yeah. <laughs> that's that's like the simplest thing, right? If there's a number to it, oh, yeah. it becomes very easy and very clear yeah. to talk about. Yeah, that. yeah, it's a lot more better than because I think my customer like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this I I, I think we job very well. This uh, in terms of the topic, uh, taking a break. I just have a question. All right. Uh, on your three, your so like two three months break, how yeah. are you going to prevent? Mm, not prevent. Prevent is the wrong word. How are you going to? Uh, okay, I don't have a good word. How are you going to prevent yourself from wasting time? Or let's say, uh, or will you have cheat days? Uh, like you know, you cannot be productive, productive like twenty four seven. Or you will take some break, like break. I see like away from ship, away from any other thing. Uh, Non-programming, uh, don't wake up, just do coding. Uh, maybe uh, uh, go to the gym, then play tennis. I don't know. Anyhow, will you take such a break? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, like in my own personal OKRs, right, two of mm. them are related to progressing my professional. So um, one is to really figure out how ship is going to grow as a company. And two is the YouTube um, kind of like project. And then mm. the other two are one, get healthier. So I've been trying to establish a gym routine and I've been going at least once a week, if not twice a week. Also, I want to teach myself to cook healthier meals. And oh, I have no another... Ooh, no, I cannot. <laughs> I need... So the only way that I've been able to like gain weight, right, is to eat a lot of protein and mm. I will get sick of like not meat protein very quickly. <laughs> yeah, but my other goal is to level up personally and in that right is uh, things to do with like um, learning leather working making some uh, handmade stuff I also mm -hmm. ordered a um, CNC slash 3D printing oh machine. yeah so CNC yep. is it uh, so for leather for what material for plastic so, kind so it, it can do wood CNC it also Ooh. has a laser cutter and it has a 3D printer module. So what machine is that? Can so powerful, can do so many things. It's called the Snapmaker 2.0. Um so oh. Snapmaker and Snapmaker 2.0 were both like Kickstarter projects. Uh, mm. they are finishing this run and they are shipping things out already. So I should receive it around November. Um, but I'm really excited about that. And one of the things is that I wanted to do also just a general maker type of um channel. Because uh, not only do I want to talk about the efficiency of like making digital products, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the creativity that I find joy in is like there's so much, there's so many good tools out there 
right now um, that you can apply to your life and create uh, very nice things that help um, you know make your whole life more efficient. So, so the way that I'm thinking about it, right, is uh, I've got I've got my room set up in a way that I like, but there are always a lot of little things like cable management Mm-mm-mm-mm. that is not perfect for me. So with the whole like CNC and thing, I was like, okay, let's look at this problem that I have. How would I solve it with a little bit of design thinking? And then I'll create it with a CNC machine and then after I'll test it out and then eventually I'll put out a video about how it works. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. This is so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with that, like I want to practice that, practice like using the CAD software and then maybe mm. next quarter, then I'll start to introduce more uh, series about these specific things and maybe home automation, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of it is like, like this obsession with uh, automating my life. Oh, okay. Talking about, oh, sorry. I wanted to ask about your Google Home that you're using. So is it Google Home or Mini or is it the new one? Nest. So I'm using the Mini. Uh, oh. I haven't, I don't know if I would spend that much money on the new Google Nest. Hey, okay, I, cool, right? I am tempted. <laughs> yeah. So there are two things, right? Like I've been always thinking of having a um, sort of like, you know, the Google, um, the Google Home with the screen. I can't remember what the name of that. I don't know, some tablet-looking thing. Uh. Yeah, uh, I wanted to get one. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to get one for my kitchen so that I can like do recipes and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but I also was thinking, like, is there a way for me to take one of the old Android tablets that I have and mm. convert it into a uh, home assistant? So that's why. Yeah, I think you can, right? If you download the uh, Google Home app, then you can turn on the voice assistant and boom. I think so Um, again I'm not sure how um, close it is to that because the Google Home is designed to be always listening and to activate when you kind of talk to it right so I'm Uh, not sure I'm not sure how much of that functionality is in a regular Android application mm -hmm. or if you need to get something that is um, you know already designed for that but that said there are actually a lot of open source home assistant applications out there that mm-hmm. I've been thinking of trying out as well so those may be one of the series that I do um, next year any question uh, for the Google Home can we change the name uh? hey, that is something that is blocking me from changing see like for Ooh. example calling it Alexa now I have Alexa I feels see. so much closer than calling Hey Google, it's like two words. Can you change like call it like Tom? Uh, can can you change or cannot? Do you know? Or you never um, tried. I've never tried, but okay. I... Hey, that's a deal breaker for me. Eh. Uh, actually, oh. I, I've been thinking about it for some time. I really want to. Okay, I see the new Nest. Uh, I thought quite cool, but mm. asking me to call it Hey Google XXX, I feel very funny. Eh. It's not like right. calling a person. Right, it feels uh, impersonal. Yeah, and it is two words. Right. Actually, Alexa is also a few words. And it's the sound, but it feels like I'm calling a person. Yeah, true. Or even Siri, right? Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri also not very comfortable. <laughs> if can change the name, uh, oh, then boom. I, I, I haven't checked. Uh, yeah. Maybe I want to check and see. If Google Home can change the name or not, like call it like, you know, hey Tom, hey, not <laughs> hey, right? is that Tom? Switch on the light, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Should, well, could be quite cool. Uh. 
That'd be an interesting uh, project that I could try out. So I've been following a lot of YouTubers who do home automation stuff or they do uh, VR type mm-hmm. um, like hacks and all that. So I'm mm. really interested in putting my own flavor on it because I realize a lot of them spend a lot on these different things. Mm. Um, but in Singapore, it's pretty hard to get all the things that are available in the US for automation. Mm. Uh, so maybe, maybe something a else. lot. Uh, mm, a lot of the home automation I see uh, in other other friends, they are uh, they go for Xiaomi, oh? then they, either they use Xiaomi app or they tie Xiaomi to uh, Google. Uh, yep. Yeah. So that's what yeah, most of them do. Half my devices are Broadlink, the other half are Xiaomi. Yeah. Oh, Broadlink. So you have something that control the icon. Uh, yes, I have no. the Broadlink IR um, yeah. broadcaster. Yes. And it connects to Google Home. It connects to Google Home, yes. Um, yeah. And then Xiaomi, I have the robot, the robot vacuum. Yeah. So I think... I also have the Xiaomi door, but I cannot... <laughs> door? The door handle, the one that auto-locks and you have fingerprint. Oh, really? Um, Does but, it work? Yeah. But it works, it works. But I need to be on this Xiaomi Chinese servers. Wow, cannot lah, huh? Cannot yeah, lah. Uh, very hard so I, I configured it once and then I was just like, okay, I'm just not going to connect it to my <laughs> main automation because I don't, I'm a bit scared. <laughs> I also don't feel comfortable. And today, there is a news uh, that all those uh, IP cameras in Singapore got leaked or rather oh. someone hacked. I, actually, I don't know, but it's in the news lah, that uh, someone have about, is it 5 gig or 50 gig Wow. Of this kind of videos, and they are selling it like a uh, hundred and fifty nine oh, USD for subscription. This is you know? this is this is why I don't put IP cameras. I don't trust it. But, but some people put IP cameras, uh, because they you know they are made at home. Their children at home, yeah. but they're both working. Uh, I also but not comfortable. You can, you can get CC, you can get regular CCTV cameras and just hook it up to your own local server. Um, I work and remote. Access? Can't remote access, but I'm okay with that. Oh. I just I just don't trust having an open, you know, <laughs> camera in my house because it's impossible to be fully secure. Yes, yes, yes. In yeah. fact, they, 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 like some of the cameras, IP camera selling points that they say that, uh, so for example, if it turns on, the light will be on, right? Hell, mm. law. there are chances that you can actually hack in without turning on the light. Eh? Then the camera yeah. is running. Wow, then GG. Eh? Hello, I bu- yeah. If you put it into your room, ah, wow, that's even more GG. Eh? Yeah. And the thing is that it's always constantly recording, right? So uh. if it's constantly recording, you don't even need to be live viewing. You can just like pull the recording because it's going to be uploaded somewhere. Yeah. And you don't know like a lot of IP cameras that we are using. Of course, some they are using those high-end ones. Those low-end one where the password and User ID, it's like admin, admin. Uh. What are those? Mm, oh, from, yeah. know, like, like, no brand coming from uh, yeah, you know, coming from the Sun side. Wow. Admin, admin, eh, go crazy. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I also don't trust IP cameras. I have a Xiaomi, but uh, uh. Uh, how I do it is, actually, I never use it. I use it for a while. And initially, when uh, Serene was less than six, uh, I right. use it uh, at night. You know, I use it in the uh, day. Uh, kind of yeah, thing. But at night, right, I cover a cloth of it. I scared someone <laughs> hack into my network. 
在卡布尔卡布贝，所以 no matter no if you gain access gain access， 所以 you just see a couple 贝 ，yeah yeah so so I'm I'm not necessarily paranoid in that like I'm okay with people uh kind of invading my private、oh, I'm not okay、no. with that if anything leaked right I I'm not afraid of anything coming out because I don't do anything illegal um <laughs>、uh, but If you think about it, cameras are not the most、um, dangerous thing, right? The most dangerous thing is all the microphones they have on around you. <laughs> Imagine if someone like is able to、uh, hack into one of the devices that's always listening and is recording. Very challenging. Actually,、yeah. talking about that, ah,、uh, then going back, we we have such devices like Alexa is always listening. I always wonder、exactly. if、yeah. my Alexa will gonna hack or not. If someone, you know, like how people have the little cover on their laptop cameras to block it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine if someone like turns on your microphone and starts recording what you're saying, as you're、oh. talking or talking to other people, or in the middle of a Zoom call,、yeah. and you're discussing sensitive like company stuff, and then people being recorded. Yeah, that to me is scary. Oh, uh, there's a you know the headphone jack. They they sell this headphone jack where you can jack into your uh. Oh. The let's say laptop right, so that it thinks that there is a headphone, but there's no output. But that、right. doesn't help if you send a phishing link and maybe already take over the account. Then、uh, that doesn't help already、yeah. because you already have remote access to the audio. Yeah. Yeah. So again, just just be careful with your stuff and don't you know. Oh,、uh, very、so、challenging. But it's okay, you know. I'm just a lowly engineer. No one's going to be interested in hacking me. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, not true. Ah,、uh, not true. Ah,、uh. they they don't actually hack like one person. They take a whole bunch of video. If you have something interesting, it's worth money to them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah so they they see me changing in the corner. So okay, lor, see you. I think a bit sick. Uh, not for ah yeah for guys adult. I I I don't know, but uh a bit sick because uh. The most of the webcams, right? That uh, at least Singaporeans are using is because their parents are uh out working. Then they、right. not everyone starts uh. Some people are not working from home. They went back office, ma.、Right. So these videos are actually recording either their the the living room, right? That the kids playing and all this. The people willing to pay to watch these kids play around. Ah,、uh, also I think don't know what they thinking. Eh, or maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they thinking really. It's a it's a strange world we live in. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the internet ah、uh, is ah、uh, or in this world is、uh, a lot of people are、uh, too many pattern already. Ah,、uh, we are just、uh, one tiny part of it. Yeah, true enough. That one too challenging. Okay, so I think we we drifted ah、uh, too much. We don't need to cover the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but um、uh, the next show, uh、hmm. next show, I think ah、uh, good to hear. Uh, of uh, get back on my YouTube update and, and see what videos I do. Then、uh, I think it's also good to hear from you. Like uh, no, as a always trying to automate and uh be productive, right? Yeah. Will you be making like a three months calendar? So this is a break. This is break time. This for me to make the three D printing. <laughs> this is for me to. So、uh, I actually use this app called Reclaim AI that、oh, helps me that? to. Yeah, you should check it out. It helps you to block out、um, certain amounts of time throughout the week for particular activities,、um, and it will auto adjust if you have to, you know, book yourself, like say for an appointment somewhere else. Oh, 
it's really useful because uh, then it allows me to dedicate the time. And at the end of the week, right, it tells me, oh, how often have I kept to what I plan to do and how often do I cancel or replace the plan? Yeah. How does it work with your personal and work calendar? Mm, so uh, actually, that's the best part of it, right? Like um, I attach it to my work calendar mm-hmm. and then um, I have... I tell it like, okay, I want to have a dedicated coding time on Tuesdays, Thursdays for uh, two, three-hour blocks, let's just say. Mm. And then it'll adjust like wherever it can slot it into. Um, And then if I have personal uh, events that I add to my personal calendar, it will appear as a busy block. And it will adjust everything else on my work calendar so that people know that I will have a personal appointment at that point of time. So it seems like your work calendar and your personal calendar, these two are sync. Yes. And you don't... So one of the... So sometimes like it's difficult to sync your personal to your work because you don't really want to, your colleagues to see what your personal events are. Yes. Yes. The good thing about Reclaim is that it makes a sort of like copy and then automatically like makes it private. So you will just see a busy block. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. Gonna explore this, gonna explore mm-hmm. this. Uh gonna see how yeah. to use this but thing. It looks quite cool. Uh. The main thing I like about it is that it adjusts like your uh time and it even like it's basically it's how it tells me, okay, uh your coding time is coming up uh for the next two hours, and that's when I'll be like, okay, then let me just plan my day accordingly of what mm. I'm gonna do. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, cool. I'm going to look at this uh, calendar thing uh, because I'm also using a lot more calendar now uh, and text files. I think next 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 uh, podcast, <laughs> if I have the opportunity, I'm going to share. Wow, text files. I'm very crazy about text files now. Text I feel that text files, yeah, very flexible. I use it for a lot of random stuff. Take notes, to-do list, okay. journal, everything. Uh. Uh, okay. I've been yeah, using Notion files. more personally. Oh, Notion. Um uh, that I also have something to say, but uh, leave it next time. There's a new okay. app called, I don't know, it's Rome. Yes, Rome. Oh, I've seen that. It's a journaling app, right? It, mm, it can tie, a, I don't know how to explain right now, but they just Touch. raise a lot of money. Right, yes. For being a to-do list app. So very, very impressive. Interesting. It's a note-taking research Mm, raise 200 million eh, value at 200 million oh. no taking app eh. wow <laughs> no joke right yeah, yeah something you can explore on then we can talk about it next time okay yeah I okay. think I'll check it out cool okay okay I think that's that's about it we, we recorded quite long okay going, going off going to see my baby already <laughs> <laughs> alright take care man see you okay, see you bye bye